At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds as we begin hour number five. It took over four hours to complete a wild one in East Lansing, but it is over. And Sparty has spoken, coming back down 30 to 14. They get the win 37 33. Obviously, you had Michigan State in the points and or money line. All those tickets cash and the over cashes as well. But very quickly, when you look at this year and this collapse by Michigan, and I, I wonder there's going to be different ways to phrase this going forward, right? Was this a collapse by Harbaugh? Or was this Mel Tucker in Michigan State saying, all right, yeah, we're a top 10 team. We're legit. Ohio State, we're going to see you somewhere down the road. Don't forget about us. Perhaps it's a little bit of both, but when you look inside the numbers, Michigan, 552 yards of offense, including 406 through the air. And look, that was kind of the question about Michigan. We know they can run the ball. Didn't really run it that great today. 34 carries, 146 yards, 4.3 yards a carry. But, you know, Michigan was able to make big plays in the passing game down the field. They had a 30 to 14 lead late in the third quarter. And all of a sudden, it was all Sparty down the stretch. This is one I do think Michigan let get away. I, I really do. And look, Kenneth Walker, mm. the third, give him credit, and we'll go into detail momentarily. Obviously, those Heisman odds have been dramatically cut this <laughs> afternoon uh, based on uh, scoring five touchdowns against uh, the arch rival in Michigan. So Michigan State wins the Paul Bunyan Trophy. They're now 8-0. And we're all going to point to that eventual Ohio State matchup that, by the way, takes place on November 20th, so still three weeks away. Uh, That might be a game where you have two teams in the top five if Michigan State holds serve the next two weeks. That might be a game where you have two top five teams and one team is favored by about three touchdowns because I think Ohio State would play a big number to Michigan State here. Oh, by the way, though... Michigan State, uh, be uh, be on alert because they'll have to go to Ross Aid and play Purdue next week. Purdue, by the way, in action against Nebraska right now. Just a couple minutes left to go in the first quarter. Seven nothing Cornhuskers. Cornhuskers, I believe, close seven and a half now, minus eleven and a half at BetMGM. But back to Michigan State. You know, Mel Tucker. You know, sometimes you get a team like that mm-hmm. in any sport that they got the golden horseshoe, <laughs> and you know, and you know where the golden horseshoe is oh, planted. Yeah. And right, and what they did is they pulled it out and beat Jim Harbaugh over the head with it. Now Jim Harbaugh 
two and nine wow. against AP ranked opponents on the road in his career as the head coach of the Michigan football program, including zero and six against the AP top ten. That's always been the real two bugaboos. Obviously, not beating Ohio State in your career as the head coach there, and also not winning big games on the road. And it looked like this was the day for Michigan. They oh. look clear the better oh. team. Right? It was not. And yeah. again, to your point, when you get that type of offense and you pass for over 400 yards, mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh, I mean, they're, they're going to win this game by 30. You would, yeah. If you had said that to me before the, before the game started, you did not see that game script playing out the way it did. Now, you mentioned Michigan State taking on Purdue next week and maybe putting, putting them immediately on upset alert because we saw this with Purdue in Iowa not too long ago when Iowa beat Penn State right in the big game on Saturday night. And then the next week, in comes Purdue, and what happens? They get upset. And Purdue's about a top 10 passing offense in America, by the way. And when you see Michigan State give up over 400 yards to Cade McNamara, Purdue's combination, it's basically been Aiden O'Connell, even though Jack Plummer does get some uh, some reps there. But Michigan State's going to have to find a way to cover David Bell, who's right. one of the best receivers in college football, had over 200 yards last week in, in Purdue's loss, by the way, to Wisconsin. But... You're gonna you're gonna have to I think shore it up and you're gonna have to rebound because look, Bell Tucker is now beating Jim Harbaugh. He's two and zero against Jim Harbaugh, and you've got to come down from that big win that mm. we just saw in that emotional win when you come back from thirty to fourteen. So something to look out for. But first things first with Purdue here, they got to see what they can do against Nebraska. Cornhuskers up seven early. Okay, and very quickly, as we wrap up Michigan State getting that huge comeback win, 37-33, Kenneth Walker the third was spectacular. Five touchdowns in this winning performance today. And this is why you should be watching Betting Across America every Saturday, especially on a college football Saturday, because as we were discussing it at the beginning of the day, he was 16-1 to to win the Heisman Trophy. Wes, you were monitoring this as the game was going on, mm-hmm. and in-game betters, this is why you need to pay attention to this. You saw those numbers move, and boy, have they actually dynamically shifted since your first update. Yeah, this was still early in the fourth quarter, and I just happened to look at BetMGM, and I said, you can still get Kenneth Walker the third out there at about 16-1, to one, and then the first adjustment was to 12-1. to one. And now it's down to six to one. Whoa. He is the number four choice. Uh, no real drift on the other guys with Bryce Young, Matt Corral, and C.J. Stroud still being ahead of him. But Kenny Pickett, Pitt takes a loss today, ten to one. We'll see if that drifts up. He had a very good statistical he day did. against Miami, but they didn't get the win. And that's that's the ACC, you know, this this wild ACC because it's not the Clemson Invitational this season like it's been for about the better part of the last decade. No real drift here on Kenny Williams at 10-1, to 1, but obviously the big mover today, Kenneth Walker the third, who used to play for Wake Forest, who, by the way, is number 13 in the country at 7-0 and, and maybe watching uh, a guy win uh, their guy win the Heisman at another school or potentially win the Heisman. And by the way, they are underway between uh, Duke and Wake Forest just a couple minutes into the game, still no score. And again, that's why team success, it does play a role in the Heisman Trophy, and what that's why we update those odds and why Kenneth Walker has just jumped up now to 6-1 to one mm-hmm. after his five-touchdown performance. They are still undefeated. And right now, number eight in the country, they're going to move up as well this week. You would think Michigan was number six. Okay, let's get to some games that uh, that we've talked about a little bit, but maybe more in depth right now. I do want to start off with North Carolina and Notre Dame here because, again, we saw this at about three and a half, uptick to four. And what's interesting to me here is, again, I was at Notre Dame last week, saw them up close and personal, wasn't wowed by mm-hmm. them offensively. UNC does have that wow factor offensively, right? But defensively, they are clearly challenged, and that's where Notre Dame is better. But without their top safety today, what do you make of that number here? And you look at the, the total of 62, it, it, it might get there if Notre Dame can't cover in the back four. You know, Notre Dame has probably been actually better defensively than they've been offensively so far this season because we knew that that was going to be at least a little bit of a work in progress with Marcus Freeman coming in from Cincinnati, now taking over as defensive coordinator, changing the alignment, doing a little bit more blitzing, and that's basically what they've done. But I think Notre Dame's defense has started to show up a little bit but the offense has been very inconsistent. When you lose a guy that was a multiple-year starter like Ian Book, not easy to replace, even at a place like Notre Dame where you're recruiting at a high level. So uh, 
I talked about this a little bit earlier. I would lean a little bit North Carolina just mm. in this spot because I think if this gets into a shootout, it's going to favor Mac Brown's guys. And if you look at them, they're the better team statistically. They outgain them in terms of yards per play margin, in terms of yards per game margin. I know Notre Dame has played the tougher schedule, but that Kyle Hamilton injury, that's an All-American safety that's going to be out for that defense. And against Sam Howell, who might not be a Heisman candidate anymore, no. but certainly an NFL draft candidate to go very high at the quarterback position. Uh, look, uh, the, the, you know, you get UNC kind of at a low spot now, too, because they did not meet expectations no. because before the season, it's like this might be the team in the Atlantic Coast Conference that can really challenge Clemson. And they haven't met expectation. They've been so erratic. Remember, uh, they lost at home, I believe, a couple weeks ago to Florida State, who didn't look like they could beat anybody. No. So you're really getting UNC now for the first time in an underdog role because it all started that week one against against Virginia Tech where they fast. lose there. Yeah. And then they win a couple games at home. They lose at Georgia Tech. They lose against Florida State. They barely hang on against a Miami team with the freshman quarterback, Van Dyke, making his first road start. Now they're an underdog for the first time. So maybe kind of more realistic expectations for North Carolina. If I play this, I'd be on the Tar Heels plus the points. All right, let's see if they can get some uh, offense going today. Because, again, they keep waiting for Carolina to really show up here. 62, very high total there. But let's see if they can get the offense going out with a depleted Notre Dame secondary. Okay, Penn State against Ohio State. And, again, James Franklin, we don't know exactly what his future is in Happy Valley. Will he be there? Uh, you talked about this earlier, Wes, that it's been reported this week that he's actually got a new agent. And apparently that actually happened over the summer. It just didn't leak out to the media, but it did get out this week. Now Jimmy Sexton of CAA, kind of the college basketball suit. He's like almost like the Scott Boris, right. I guess, uh, for baseball to uh, college ba or college football, rather, represents a lot of big-name coaches. So I don't know if he's looking to leave, but still I think when there's smoke, there's fire there. Line now up to 19 and a half. We had Paul Stone on in the last hour. He obviously got a better number. Paul usually bets these openers on Sunday afternoon as, as a pro better. Mm -hmm. But at this point, even I'm not going to lay it because I have missed a little bit of the party on the line here, but I wouldn't be taking Penn State. I think Ohio State, this, is, this team just has weapons for days. I don't know how healthy Sean Clifford is for Penn State. He certainly wasn't healthy. He certainly wasn't 100% against Illinois, which no. is why they got absolutely outplayed at Beaver Stadium last week. So it'd be Buckeyes or nothing lay in the wood here. Yeah, probably don't want to get in front of that train, as you've mentioned before, Wes, and I'm kind of with you on that uh, analogy there because it does feel like a freight train right now rolling out of Columbus as they do have to lay that big number against Penn State, but I just wonder the, the mentality of the kids because they know those things. When those reports come out, they hear those things too with their head coach, James Franklin. So all of a sudden, after the nine-overtime loss last week to Illinois, it's going to be tough to bounce back. And what does worry you, I know Penn State won their final four games of the season against lesser competition. Remember, they started out 0-5. Oh, this is not a team that always has shown that they can deal with adversity. And now they have adversity here. They've already taken two L's on that record. Uh, should have beaten Iowa. Clifford yeah. got knocked out. And then those playoff hopes or any undefeated hopes went awry. So can James Franklin keep this team within the season here? They're facing a juggernaut tonight. All right. Early on, and again, Cincinnati did win. They're number two in the country. Oklahoma's up 7 nothing, but uh, Sonny Cumbie, the uh, interim head coach there at Texas Tech, guns up mm -hmm. because they just got a touchdown on the board. All knotted up against number four, Oklahoma. We'll update that, of course, throughout the rest of the show when we come back. Buy, sell, or hold time in the Big 12 and the Pac-12. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, Betting Across America, alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. And as we are going to break, we had mentioned that Texas Tech had just tied it up against Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. As we come out of commercial break, guess what? Oklahoma, it didn't take long. Boom, Marvin Mims, I believe, was 67 yards to the house. And Oklahoma has just taken the lead right back 14-7. to Yeah, good start for Caleb Williams. 7 of 11, 169, and a touchdown. Remember, we talked about his uh, Heisman chances. Mm -hmm. It hasn't really changed very much, obviously, very early in the game. But now 14-1 to is Caleb Williams. He hits uh, Marvin Mims. Wasn't that song, This Is Why I'm Hot? This Is Why I'm Hot. uh, The one hit. uh, There's one hit wonders in hip-hop, apparently, too, and that was Mims. So Mims very hot with a 67-yarder there. 14-7 to now. Oklahoma 107 left to go in the first quarter. Sooners minus 23 and a half, 72 and a half the total at Bet MG. Wouldn't that be the best way to go? You literally make one hit and you're done. Yeah. Deuces. And you just collect royalties every exactly. time somebody like us says, This is why I'm hot. Yeah. And but then when you see these people on, on social media that just aren't educated, quite frankly, these 20 somethings <laughs> saying, Oh, so and so is a one hit wonder. I'm like, They've had like nine right. hits. Come on they just now. just don't know the rest of the hits, but that's the only one we know from. Mims. Yes. Uh, right now, let's go back to Mandalay Bay. Ben Fox is standing by, our VP of digital content. And uh, Ben, I understand there's been a rather large wager placed, not on the side, but on the total of the NC State Louisville game. What do you have for us? Yeah, guys, I thought that was going to be a get off my lawn, get out of my studio moment over there <laughs> at Circa. But I, I was enjoying it. We got $150,000 on the over 55 and a half in NC State Louisville, kicking off at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific later today. Total has ticked up a tad, uh, 56 at some places, 56 and a half at other places. But this was at 55 and a half, $150,000 on the over in that game. Yeah, and I, I think you see the number go up to Ben's point here. Maybe they feel like they're on the right side. When you see that go up to 55, get the better, or 56, you get the better number at 55 now. Life is too short to betters, but you can make a lot of money betting unders. I'm just not very good at it. What do you think of that play, though, Wes? Do you think that this better is on the right side, taking the over 55 and a hook? Uh, I didn't really have a, an angle necessarily on this game. This is a very interesting game, though, between NC State and Louisville because, look, we saw Pittsburgh slip up today Boy. against all of a sudden a resurging Miami NC State did get its first conference loss last week, got upset by the aforementioned Miami. Louisville, nice win over Boston College next week. Neither team really can afford a loss here because if Wake Forest, and by the way, Wake Forest up 7 nothing early over Duke, they got to keep pace with these guys. Wake's already 4-0 in, in the Coastal Division, or the Atlantic Division, rather. So uh, this did get bet under early in the week, though, by some syndicates. I think this was 60-and-a-half, so... There is some some pro money, shall we say, on this under. All right, let's take a, a look at some, some conferences here and potentially to buy, sell, or hold. And let's start off in the Big 12 because we mentioned Oklahoma right now. They're up 14-7 on Texas Tech, and obviously they are still the favorite at minus 200 uh, to go ahead and win the Big 12. Iowa State at plus 400. Right now, Wes, they are up 24-17 
on West Virginia in a competitive game. Oklahoma State uh, plus 700 now. And Baylor, a great comeback win today against Texas at plus 900. Mm-hmm. Is there anything there that you'd like to buy, sell, or potentially hold? Well, I think uh, I wonder if Baylor is going to get some buyers today because they did get that nice comeback win over Texas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, Texas has blown leads really all season. They and they did it again today down in uh, Waco against Baylor. By the way, that'll be the big matchup in two weeks. Uh, not next weekend because I know Oklahoma is going to have a bye week. I will check on Baylor. Okay, Baylor does go to TCU next week. So, you know, don't want to let down against the Horn Frogs no. there in Fort Worth because you are going to get Oklahoma and Baylor, by the way, on November or November 13th, just two weeks from today. So, look, is Baylor the team that's going to step up? Everybody kind of thought it was Iowa State because right now Oklahoma 5-0 and in the league. Baylor four and one, Iowa State three and one. They did just beat Oklahoma State last week, who's three and one. So Oklahoma not out of the woods yet. Now they are going to be the favorite going forward. They're up fourteen seven after the first quarter on Texas Tech, and what looks like another shootout there in Norman mm-hmm. today. But Oklahoma closes the season at Baylor. They get all of a sudden a ranked Iowa State team, and Iowa State. Kind of seeming like they're playing a little bit well down the stretch. By the way, they're about to be tied midway through the third quarter as now West Virginia has just scored. So I see 24-23 on my board. Extra point going to be pending. And Oklahoma does have at Baylor, Iowa State at home, and then, of course, Bedlam and Stillwater at Boone Pickett Stadium against Oklahoma State. So no easy opponents, really, for Oklahoma down the stretch. No bottom feeders uh, in this conference. You, you're not in Kansas anymore, no. as they say. So you're not getting one of those teams. So Oklahoma's got a lot of tests coming up, and that's why I think if Oklahoma runs the table, they will be one of the top four because you're getting a lot of quality opponents. You're not really getting any doormats in the league except for Kansas. Like, even the lower echelon teams like Texas Tech today, Texas Tech's 5-3. and three. Right. They're not bad, even though they just sent their coach back in. But Oklahoma, I think, you know, if, if they do run the table, they're going to be in that top four. I think they certainly are the favorite. It is hard for me necessarily to bet them, even though I think that they're the best team in the conference at minus $2.00. Because they always leave you wanting more. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't do what Ohio State does and just, you know, when you're playing an inferior opponent, just just smack the hell out just of them. Go. They don't do that no. like Ohio State does. Or they don't do that like Alabama does or like Georgia does. And that's what always leaves you wanting more. It's like the same song, different verse with Oklahoma. They always kind of get in that college football playoff. They never get, like, embarrassed against an SEC opponent, but they're never quite in the game. I, I think you're right on. And again, I look at Baylor. That's the intriguing one for me after what they did today against Texas. If you can still get that that value there, plus 900. But it really does come down to next week. Can they beat Oklahoma? And your point about the Sooners is well taken. Do you trust them to lay $2 mm-hmm. to go ahead and win the Big 12? Because it does feel like they're always an accident waiting to happen. Like, th- they should have lost arguably twice already this year. And yet they're undefeated. Right, clearly that Texas game, they had no business winning that, mm-hmm. and they somehow figure out a way to win that. So I, I look at Baylor today, that's what maybe maybe the antenna goes up for me when I go, yeah. okay, maybe Dave Aranda really has something going on there because that's a game that last year, two years ago, they clearly don't come back and beat Texas. Now the spot, what you're going to want to look at, obviously, next week, TCU at 3-4, and four, you know, watch out for the Horn Frogs maybe. By the way, they are in action against Kansas State right now, 7-3, to three. Actually, now 14-3, to just in the second quarter, Kansas State up on TCU. So we'll see if TCU kind of has a little bit left in the tank. They lost to Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. Then West Virginia went and beat them down there in Fort Worth last week, 29-17. So maybe Gary Patterson's bunch is kind of running into a little bit of a wall that you see uh, the quarterback, Max Duggan's been injured kind of in and out this year so. You know, uh, but that's still a tricky spot for Baylor next week, coming off beating Texas. Texas is the flagship school it still of is. that state, and that matters. And when you're Baylor and you beat them at home, it's like, okay, now we got on the road and we get somebody kind of more our level with TCU. So eh, be a little leery. Just something to look out for. I like to point these spots out. That doesn't necessarily mean you fade these ranked teams. Sure. Like you fade Michigan State, but just something to keep in mind. And the extra point was good, so West Virginia all knotted up with Iowa State, by the way, uh, in the Big 12 at 24 apiece. Let's go to the Pac-12 here, buy, sell, or hold. And Oregon, I look up, and they're just absolutely doing what we thought they would do to Colorado early in this one, the second quarter. 21 nothing right now. 
but it is interesting. You see Arizona State, and right now, maybe the surprise of the day in the Pac-12, Arizona State down at home, 14 nothing mm-hmm. early to Washington State. So if you are a backer of Arizona State at plus 300, you got to be going, oh, my goodness, what's going on with that wager? And Utah back in the mix now. I think a lot of people wrote them off uh, earlier in the year at plus 300 than UCLA, the long shot at uh, 10 to 1. Yeah, I wanted to do, uh, got a couple wins in that morning session, do the Barry Horowitz uh, <laughs> there, but I'm not doing it. I'm doing the, I want to hide from the camera being on Arizona State because they are absolutely flat as a pancake right now. 14 to nothing against Washington State. Uh, and uh, already three interceptions, by the way, for the Arizona State Sun Devils. Ooh. I think uh, Jaden Daniels has thrown an interception. They've had a couple fumbles already. So, you know, very flat against a team when Washington State that you didn't think was going to have a lot of injuries or, or uh, energy, rather. No. And going back to what Roxy Bernstein said earlier, you're going to get a different answer every week in terms of that Pac-12 you are. South. No, no question. You know, you're, I mean, it's going to be UCLA one week, Arizona State, or Utah the next week. By the way, Oregon up 21 nothing on Colorado. This offense is struggling. Oregon usually has struggled to cover these big numbers, but maybe they finally found a patsy that they can beat up on. Colorado just very much struggling to remove the ball, so you're not going to see much of an adjustment in Oregon's future price here in the Pac-12. And that's why I like even when we talk to Paul Stone is that coaches will never say, oh, we're trying to run up the score. It's that time of season. Yeah. And for Oregon, if they're going to be a player – not just in the Pac-12, if you want to back them to win that conference, but to get into the college football playoff, they're going to have to blow out the likes of the Colorados Mm -hmm. and cover those big numbers of 24-and-a-half like they had today. So far, so good. Uh, Looking good there. Oklahoma did get a stop on Texas Tech, so they have the ball back up 14-7. to And Purdue, boiler up. They've tied up Nebraska at 7 early in the second quarter. Come on back. Scott Seidenberg is going to join us, the host of The Look Ahead here on VEASAN. It is the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only 22 bucks per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. And right now, Wake Forest still up on Duke 7 nothing. Nebraska has just hit pay dirt. We had mentioned that was tied up. So now 13-7, PAT pending. And row your boat, P.J. Fleckin' Company, 13 nothing early on Northwestern. And the, uh, I guess, surprise of the mid-afternoon slate, how about Washington State 21 to nothing what? over Arizona State? Look, this was a spot you would have thought for ASU. Okay, Utah's lost. We're back in this Pac-12 South race. Uh, Herm did not have his guys ready to play Woo. off a of bye week. Washington State, with all the adversity they've gone through, 21 nothing minus 7.5 currently on the in-play at BetMGM, 54.5 on your total. All right, it's always great to have Scott Seidenberg, the host of VEASAN's uh, Look Ahead, right here weekdays on VEASAN, joining us now. And, Scott, I, I went on your show on Thursday, uh, but Greg Peterson was doing your show, and he did, did a great job filling in. Because you, sir, were on the East Coast back home, and I believe you conducted a ceremony on your your time away from VEASAN. What exactly did you do? Tell the people exactly what this new role was. Now, I'm not quitting my day job, guys, but uh, I got to admit, I did a pretty good job of officiating a wedding over the weekend. And, uh, you know, by the power vested in me, it's such a powerful statement. It just feels good when you say it, you know? You you can you can pick up a side gig out here. That could be your side hustle, Scott, out here in Las Vegas. Now that you're officiating weddings, uh, plenty of work in that area out here. Yeah, sure. I think we, we might have a, a couple days off. You might go down to the Elvis Chapel there and start uh, sending people away to to matrimony. Uh, Scott, let's talk about one of your plays today that I know that you like, and I believe it involves the Houston Cougars. What's your uh, take on that game? Oh, I'm so looking forward to this game, guys, and I'm so upset that actually that Houston lost to Texas Tech the first game of the season because this really should be a matchup of two 7-0 teams ranked in the top 25. 
Um, it's a pick em for a reason. I, last week, after SMU's win, I was so looking forward to this game because I wanted to bet Houston as an underdog at home. And then I see the spread is Houston minus one. And I'm like, oh, guess like everybody in the country is catching on to what I've known all along, <laughs> which is that this team is really good. Uh, Houston, first of all, we know both of these coaches are just familiar with each other, right? Sonny Dykes and Dana Holgerson, they, they were both on Mike Leach's staff together at Texas A&M, and one recruited the Houston area, one recruited the Dallas area. These guys are like, they're, they're buddies. Uh, but here, here's what I really love about Houston. Their defense is ridiculous. They're number one in the country in sacks. They've got after the quarterback 29 times in just seven games. And they're number one in the country on third down defense, allowing opponents to convert just 23% of the time. Offensively, they're fine. You know, they're not as powerful as SMU, but they're just as good as anybody else in that conference. They're going to score 30-somewhat points per game. Maybe it's not the 42 points per game that SMU averages. But I think the Houston defense will come up with stops, and the SMU defense won't, and Houston wins this game at home under the lights. Yeah, I think that this is absolutely a coin flip game. Are starting to see some places in the market, SMU lay in the one. So if you still want to get that small underdog number on the Cougars, certainly available. Uh, I would like your side to come through, Scott. Houston was one of my season win totals for college football over the total. And when they lost that opener against Texas Tech, I thought, okay, it's kaput. But now it is very much in play. This is a team, I'm telling you, I, I joked about it last week. Uh, when when SMU won and everyone's looking forward to this SMU-Cincinnati matchup, my, I joked and I said, I can't wait till SMU loses to Houston but then beats Cincinnati. You know, <laughs> it just ruins the season for everybody. But this game is so important, not just for Cincinnati. And I'm very curious. Like, if you're Cincinnati, who are you rooting for in this game? Yes, it would be really nice to face an undefeated SMU in a couple of weeks because that'll elevate your resume. But by playing an undefeated SMU and beating an undefeated SMU, guess what? You're going to have to play SMU again Mm -hmm. in the conference title game. So now you're going to beat them a second time, and it's going to be a two-loss SMU. It's not going to look as good as it did the first time. Or you can hope that Houston runs the table, goes 11-1, and and then you beat them in the conference championship game, and we'll see how that looks in the resume compared to beating SMU twice. All right, talking with Scott Seidenberg, the host of The Look Ahead right here on VEASAN weekdays and also a wedding uh, official now. Officially, <laughs> he can get you married if you need that practice to be done. I've never done that, Scott. Uh, let's talk a little bit in generality here because we, I feel the debate has been coming, and we had a couple other guests on earlier in the, in the program, Scott, that believe that Oregon's win over Ohio State and Oregon right now is up 21-7 on Colorado as they tried to easily get a win today. If they run the table... In the Pac-12, one loss Oregon, and then Ohio State runs the table, and they are one loss Ohio State. Boy, Scott, I know. I think where you stand on this, how could you keep Ohio, how could you keep Oregon out and put Ohio State in if Oregon beat Ohio State at Ohio State? Because that's not what matters. <laughs> what matters is who looks the best and who has the best resume. And at the end of the season, what the committee is going to do is put the four best teams in the country in the college football playoff. And there's no doubt that right now, as they both stand, Ohio State is head and shoulders better than Oregon. Yes, they lost that game. It happens. Teams lose games to each other. But Ohio State is a better team on film, on paper, than Oregon right now. And when Ohio State goes through the rest of their schedule, dominates Penn State later, beats Michigan State, beats Michigan, and then beats, watch what I'm about to say here, Wisconsin in the uh, championship game. Uh, It's going to be one of the top three probably best teams in college football in terms of how they look and what they've done. And Oregon, in my opinion, has no chance to even get to be within the top five best teams in college football at that point. Scott, we're going to get the official college football playoff rankings for the first time that's Tuesday night. The first batch of them are going to come out. If everything kind of holds to form today, if Georgia wins, if Ohio State wins, all those teams up there in the rankings, and we don't see any upsets or seismic movement at the top, Oklahoma, if they can hold serve against Texas Tech, 
We were talking about Cincinnati earlier, and they are number two in the polls. They get a win, but no cover against Tulane down in New Orleans. Do you think there's a possibility that Cincinnati is out of that top four in these first rankings on Tuesday night? Uh, They're not out of the top four, but they're probably number four. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that right now the committee is going to put Georgia one, Ohio State two, and probably Alabama three, Cincinnati four, Oklahoma five. Um, That would would be my first college football playoff rankings. And obviously, you know, Ohio State can put a hurting on Penn State, and that'll definitely sway the committee a little bit. But I do think that Ohio State will get elevated up to number two uh, as the team that has looked the best. It's either coin flip, them or Alabama. And then I think Cincinnati at the best would be number four. But, Wes, I wouldn't be surprised totally. I mean, I think that they're in right now, the top four. But if Oklahoma, you know, look, if Oklahoma wins by 30 today, you know, maybe the Oklahoma gets four and, and Cincinnati's number five. Because Cincinnati has not looked good the past couple of weeks. No, they haven't. And it's, I guess got to that end. If you have undefeated Cincinnati, as we walk through this and kind of workshop it here, and one loss, Oregon. So let's go with your premise that Ohio State's in as one loss, Ohio State. They're in. One loss, Alabama. They're in. Georgia, undefeated and or one loss. We believe they're in. There's only one spot left. If Oklahoma goes undefeated, I think that ends the, the mystery here. But let's say they slip up somewhere along the way. If it came down to undefeated Cincinnati and one, one loss, Oregon, who do you think gets in in that scenario? So undefeated Cincinnati gets the edge. And what would help undefeated Cincinnati is if they beat SMU, right? And they beat Houston in the title game. And Houston is an 11 and two team and SMU is a 10 and two team. And SMU's only losses will be to Cincinnati and Houston. Houston's only loss will be to Texas tech, a power five conference school. And it will be to Cincinnati in the conference championship game. That makes the American conference look better. That makes Cincinnati's resume look better. And I think that Cincinnati's going to get some, they're going to get some leverage for their future placement in the Big 12. Because the committee is going to say, yes, it's a group of five school, but it's not a group of five school. It's a power five school that played pretty much a group of five schedule. And they're undefeated. They were ranked two at, at one point. We can't hold them out when you compare their resume to Oregon, and Oregon's only good win is against Ohio State. That's why I love having these conversations with Scott Seidenberg. You have to watch him uh, weeknights on The Look Ahead right here on VEASAN by the power vested in us. That was a fantastic segment, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Safe travels. We'll catch up with you next week. Come on back. Much more to get to. we got some live updates to get to and some line changes when you come back right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at a very easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 Moneyline wager on any college football game and either team simply scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the all the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Eligible restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross, and we have some updates to get to. It looked like we finally had a touchdown in the largest, greatest world's outdoor cocktail party without cocktails. Mm -hmm. But I believe that touchdown has been called off the board Georgia, though, has a 3-0 lead right now, but only 2 minutes and 22 seconds to go before halftime. Florida is holding them at bay. Yeah, and right now, Georgia, 156 yards, just 112 for Florida. Is very much a defensive battle. Stetson Bennett did throw an early interception. So, Georgia currently 3-0 on the board. Florida pinned deep in their end zone, just kind of trying to see the uh, replay of that game. Got a little light right in front, firmly planted in front of it. So, now... First and 10, this play is under review. I believe we may have a turnover here. And actually, Georgia football, uh, Anthony Richardson actually got the ball stripped away from him as he was getting pushed toward the pile. Looks like Georgia's going to have the football inside the 15. We are still, of course, waiting for the official review to give us the particulars on that. 2.22 left to go because Florida was pinned deep. He was getting pushed in the pile, not rolled down. Then all of a sudden, ball loose, and there's white jerseys all over it. So, uh, look, that's what Georgia does is they stop you and they force turnovers. But uh, so far, Richardson, of course, filling in as a starter here. Emory Jones, the usual starter. They went with Richardson today, 7 of 13 for 59 yards. Been very much an ugly game at the – at at the cocktail party here, some uh, you know, so they're not exactly drinking the premium no. spirits here. They're drinking the uh, they're drinking the Osco vodka, not the Grey <laughs> Goose here so far. So see, uh, the, the call on the field was that it was recovered by Georgia. It's the old did the whistle blow. That was the progress. call on the field. Yes, the fumble recovered by Georgia. So we'll get you updated on that review. So no pending in-play line currently at BetMGM until they figure out this situation with the turnover. And look again, we just had Scott Seidenberg on, the host of The Look Ahead here on Visa, and we were discussing big picture things as far as the national championship and college football playoff. This is a game we all assume Georgia's going to win. But right now, and we'll see if this call holds for Georgia, you know, you still have to go out there and win these games. And Florida's not going to be, at least so far, has not proven to be a pushover. You feel like Georgia has a game in hand, if you will, in the road to the college football playoff, but we all thought that game in hand would be the SEC title game, mm-hmm. not necessarily the cocktail party here in Jacksonville. Call confirmed on the field, by the way, so it will be Georgia football here inside the Florida red zone. And uh, look, going up two scores, who knows what, what how many points are going to be scored in this game at this point, but it feels like 10 points maybe against this defense Woo. is going to be insurmountable, but can Stetson Bennett avoid another turnover? Did throw an early interception, and... Uh, Georgia's defense, uh, 
pretty much controlling the game, and that's by and large what they did. They've been spying Richardson to not let him get out of the pocket. So currently three to nothing. A couple other scores I do want to get to. We are now in the fourth quarter in Morgantown, all tied at 31 between Ooh. Iowa State and West Virginia as Georgia does get into the end zone. So now 9 nothing. extra point will be pending. The surprise of the afternoon, though, continues to be down in Tempe. My Washington goodness. State now 28 to nothing over Arizona State. These guys have absolutely... Where's this come from? Yeah, you th- I mean, I thought that they were going to be running on fumes, but it's Herm Edwards' guys that are I mean, off a of bye. This is a terrible look. Uh, you know, and the words of Herm Edwards, hello, hello. <laughs> He's not playing to win the game. They're playing no. to get their butts kicked right now. 28 to nothing, Washington State, minus 13 and a half at BetMGM, 59 and a half. Uh, and I wasn't, by the way, I got tweeted about... The vodka, the non-premium vodka, not the Costco vodka. No. Costco has good spirits. I was talking Osco. Right. You're very familiar with Osco. I'm Osco Jewel there in Chicago. Right. Jewel, Osco, Osco Jewel. I never knew. I just, they, they call it the Jewel, but yes. I used to always throw the Osco on. They're like, what are you yeah. talking about? I was like, oh, it's just Jewel. That's fine too. But it's not fine right now for Herm Edwards and company down 28 nothing. Look, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to get blown out coming off the yeah. bye week at home. Arizona State's had some quality wins. Yeah. This is a quality team. I know. We believe that Herm Edwards yeah, has. Yeah, they, this, the, this is inexplicable. The fork is getting uh, stabbed into their forehead like Abdullah the Butcher against Bruiser Brody <laughs> or something. <laughs> I mean, just a fork coming right out of their head. 28 to nothing, by the way. And two bad teams, two proud programs, two bad teams in the ACC usually by their standards. Exciting game, actually, with Clemson and Florida State. Now 17-14, to 14, Clemson, or 17-13, rather, Clemson with the lead. Minus 7.5, 57.5, the live total at BetMGM. If we can't figure out what the heck's going on with Arizona State, how do you figure out what's going on with USC this year? And they're going to take on Arizona, uh, and they're going to lay a significant number at home against a bad Wildcats team that's clearly down. But how, how, would, how do you handicap USC right now? Without a head coach, you got an interim guy in there, Really don't know who's the, who's the guy at quarterback anymore mm-hmm. here. Uh, they they seem undisciplined. I watched them last week in person in Notre Dame. They I felt like they had the better football team, ironically, but they were so poorly coached. They make key mistakes at key times. They yeah. end up getting blown out by Notre Dame. How do you weigh the number? And w- when you look at USC here, 21 and a half. How do you lay that number against Arizona? Yeah, and look, I kind of lean Arizona a little bit. I know... You know, Tim Murray often brings up that week after you play Notre Dame, it's been a letdown, and these teams have not been covering numbers. Uh, look, and what you said about USC was true, and you were right there in South Bend. They play hard, but they are undisciplined. Like, I don't think that they've necessarily mailed it in. And, and look, uh, I figure it makes sense and bears the question that they probably could let down against their uh, after playing their rival this mm-hmm. week. But you got an Arizona team that has lost 19 in a row. It is it Jed Fish is rebuilding, trying to rebuild down there in Tucson. And look, they were up sixteen to seven last week in the fourth quarter against Washington. So you thought, okay, you know, they're finally gonna get a win and then they don't. We kind of saw that a little bit with uh with UNLV and Nevada last night. Remember, UNLV had a chance to beat San Jose State, didn't get it done. They go up to Nevada and get their doors blown off in Reno. So it's like when you give one of those opportunities away, you worry that that's going to carry over the next week. Arizona was actually driving to put the game away over a very disappointing Washington Huskies team. It was 16-7, turned it over, and you saw just the air pop, you know, out of that balloon. And, guys, when you're losing and then something wrong happens, it's like, yeah. Hanging your head. It's here the hangover we go effect. again. It really is the hangover yeah. effect. Yeah. One game leads into the other here. When you, you have a game that you think you should win, then you don't get that done. It does seem to carry over to the following week. Let's so, see if that happens. So what I'd probably be looking at if I'm playing, I might play under here. Okay. 55 and a half is basically the market consensus. This is now up to 21 and a half, even some 22 starting to show. So this is just a fade of a bad Arizona team. I don't know if I'm that confident necessarily laying it with the men of Troy based on the fact you're three and four. It's going to be a new coach. It's like you feel like this is a lost and wasted season. So now maybe guys, you know, are thinking about, okay, how about our NFL stock, you know, and or where are we going to transfer? Who's the new coach going to be? Right. And you start thinking about everything but the task at hand. So uh, not going to lay USC here, but I don't, I don't know if I have the uh, – 
if I have the huevos necessarily to take a very bad and rebuilding Arizona team. We just had a Stoops get in the end zone in Norman, Oklahoma, as uh, Oklahoma right now rolling it up on Texas Tech, 28-7 to here. Still about seven minutes to go before halftime, so they're getting that offense cranked up again. And very quickly, again, Oklahoma's not one of those schools that has to worry about anything but the schedule, right? They don't have to do the Oregon workshop, and, and who do we have to root for in Cincinnati – and I know Cincinnati backers are going to go, well, why should we have to worry? If we go undefeated, mm-hmm. we should be in. It's not the case when you well, look at a schedule that you're going to play in the Big 12 versus what Cincinnati's going to play. And back to Cincinnati, because we did run out of time with Scott in the last segment, this is where Notre Dame's got to keep producing here. Because, look, yes. Cincinnati, to their credit, they did go on the road and play good teams. You know, They thought, obviously, Indiana was going to be better. Indiana loses 38-35 to Maryland. Backdoor cover, but no win. Now you got an Indiana team, 2-6, and six, that's got to win out just to get bowl eligible. Ugh. But that was a quality win like several weeks ago. It was. Notre Dame is still going to remain a quality win. So you got to hope that the Irish don't drop one or two late in the season. Maybe they're a one-loss team, and all of a sudden that's going to help Cincinnati's cause. All right, right now, Northwestern lining up for a field goal about a minute and a half to go before halftime to retake the lead. Looks like that kick is good. So Nebraska has a 17-14 lead again. Oklahoma up 28-7. Wake Forest is up 14-0. And again, Georgia right now up 10-0 on Florida. When we come back, let's talk more about Notre Dame here because it's an interesting game against UNC. We'll break it down when you come back with us right here. Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.